Hello and welcome to episode 64 of Booze, Booms and Busts, the podcast where we quaff a few beers while discussing the markets as they are this week. Sam, how are you getting on? What are you drinking this week? Right. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, um, you know, the, the father of a two and a half year old and a four month old, so I am getting on exhausted, but it's time for some beer. So uh, my first is, uh, what am I? Um, see, this is how good I'm going. Just as usual, uh, brain not working at Friday evening. Uh, first one is from the, uh, I don't even know what the brewery is, the Atom Brewing Co. Based in East Yorkshire. Or Yorkshire, I don't know. Uh, the Atom Higgs, so clearly very science-oriented uh, labeling here. The science of brewing from the Atom Brewing Co. It's a hazy English IPA with Jester and Olicana hops, packed with lashings of grapefruit and orange. Uh, the Atom Higgs, five point eight percent English IPA. Very good so far. Good oh, on you, Atom. The science of brewing. I do like my uh, my grapefruit lashed whenever mm. I have my grapefruit. Yeah. You know, you bit, need of, a bit a bit of grapefruit lashing in a beer it goes a long way. <laughs> yeah, the beer I've started off with today, uh, fittingly, is just called Friday, and is <laughs> pale ale, six point five percent ABV. I like it. Uh, this is made by And Union, uh, and this is in Germany, in Munich. And uh, yeah, this is a hoppy and malty unfiltered India Pale Ale, 6.5%. There's a bit on the, yeah, I think, I believe And Union has actually made a beer for every weekday, I think. I have seen ah. Wednesday. I think I've got a can of Wednesday. But this one is Friday. Uh, red can, very, uh, looks like, I mean, this is Bavaria, but like, it looks like something kind of that you'd find in East Germany during the Cold Wars. <laughs> very nondescript. <laughs> Uh, but it does taste all right. So yeah, it's not too bad so far. It has an interesting, uh, well, not interesting, but an amusing, amusing uh, warning label. Alcohol reduces driving ability. Don't drink and drive. And then new line, don't be a dumbass. So uh, <laughs> need that message there. But Sam, it's been a pretty, pretty wild week this week. What should we start on, do you think? I mean, wow. It, so we were just saying off air that the, um, the, the, the stock markets almost become a little bit boring when you when you watch what's going on in the crypto markets but i think yeah. weirdly enough i want to i want to start and we have we we can't ignore this because no. we've been um <laughs> put some politely critical of this company uh previously but tesla cracked the trillion dollar mark this way oh, indeed indeed um and it was the 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 effective price pre-stock splits now something like over five thousand dollars I, mean, I think the, the actual stock price now is like over a thousand. Um, Tesla on its own is, is I think I saw the, you know, picture chart graph thing. I can't, you know, I don't know the exact source, but it seems about right. Tesla is now worth more on its own than every other car company in the world. Damn. Talk about pricing in the future, huh? Or at least every, every publicly listed car company in the world. That is fucking bonkers. <laughs> Tesla, Tesla's trading like a crypto, basically. Yeah, and there is all of that uh, co-movement with Tesla and cryptos in general. Uh, you know, we've spoken in the past about tech companies trading in line with crypto and whether or not crypto is, you know, actually behaving independently or if it's acting a lot like a tech stock. And yeah, yeah, it does make you wonder. I mean, I'm not surprised that it's managed to make a trillion dollars. I mean, why not? I mean, considering what it's managed to do, how it's managed to, you know, founder everybody's, uh, all the bears and managed to exceed expectations every single time, even if, you know, Elon Musk is getting some guy to dress up as a gimp suit to say <laughs> that they're bringing out a fully autonomous Android in like two years or whatever. You know, nothing surprises me about Tesla anymore. So <laughs> you can I get think, away with it. Musk can get away I think, with Mike, it. I've got a question, right? And, and I'd like to get your thought on this, actually. Let's say there is an absolute fucking market decimation, like somewhere between 50 to 80% of a lot of big tech gets its stock price wiped. Apple's like right. two point something trillion dollars, right? So Apple could get fucking wiped tomorrow and still be worth about a trillion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Tesla Tesla could get equally just as wiped tomorrow and still probably be worth somewhere around 
150 to 200 billion dollars which is still greater than pretty much every car company on earth i mean this this is what this is what blows my mind is even if now these get absolutely wrecked they're still overpriced surely like sure i mean or or is this just is i remember right back probably fuck i don't know 15 years ago when billion dollar companies were like mental it was mental when companies became billion dollar companies and then all of a sudden it's like every company i think we've we might have discussed this before every company just became a billion dollar company and then like every everyone was like a billion dollar company and then it was just sort of if you weren't a billion dollar company you kind of failed but now it's a trillion dollar company it's like okay well apple became a trillion dollar company then amazon and then who else facebook or google now tesla kind of just feel like tesla's uh tesla uh, trillions the new billion really yeah and and we just got to get used to trillion dollar companies so I'm kind of in two minds about this because it's quite a conundrum. For me, I think, you know, one side of me says that the internet has allowed for the new, you know, the formation of value unlike ever before. Networks, connectivity between economic actors, uh, you know, are just allowed for the magnification, uh, sort of a force multiplier when it comes to economic force and economic value. Uh, And that is what is allowing all of these tech companies to uh, gain these huge valuations because they can uh, scale, uh, they're very capital efficient, uh, they're very low capital cost, and they can reach so many users uh, that this creates, you know, just incredible potential for, uh, you know, for, you know, future expansion, et cetera, et cetera, all the things that would drive a billion dollar valuation. Yeah. now that, but at the same time, that doesn't really apply quite so much to Tesla because it's a car company, obviously. Um, and I think a lot more is kind of to do with the hype cycle with that. Then at the same time, so the other side of me says, there's this, this comes back to uh, effectively a different exchange rate between cash in reality, you know, in your hand and cash in financial markets. Uh, and by this, I'm meaning that because central banks are uh, and have managed to jam so much liquidity into markets, mm. this has created change rate. So if you, you know, cash that's in your bank account that you'd use to buy groceries, uh, if you went to a financial market, uh, you would not be able to, uh, you know, you, you, everything is much, much, much more expensive. So effectively, financial market money has been devalued by central banks. That's why these things have enormous valuations. Uh, and you, uh, you know, the every the every man, people who are, who are not living inside financial markets, effectively have a different exchange rate, and they don't they don't quite realize. No, no one wants to uh, really overtly say that this is the case, uh, but that's what's going on. So I'm kind of in two mar- two minds about that. I think maybe with Tesla, something that additionally makes this, uh, you know, could lead to that one trillion dollar valuation. The weighting of Tesla was in it within the Nasdaq, one hundred. Uh, and the the proliferation of passive vehicles is yeah. one of the reasons why Tesla's managed to accrue this much value despite not making that many cars. Uh, I think <laughs> that that's also a big deal because a lot of people, uh, you know, because tech's become such a big thing over the past twenty years, uh, you know, you get higher weightings for uh, a tech index inside somebody's portfolio, yeah. and uh, this leads then to more money just automatically flowing into into, into say the Nasdaq 100 and this then leads to uh, very, higher and higher valuations for those so I don't know which I you know I'm, as I say I'm in, in two minds about what what really drives this stuff for me I'm just really glad that I've never become personally emotionally attached to the bear argument so I've been uh, I'm pretty skeptical cynical uh, about you know financial markets as they are today and, uh, you know, I've been pretty bearish over time, but I've never gotten so, I, you know, I've never, there are the guys there who made their entire life is buying put options on Tesla and <laughs> saying how the company, you know, Elon Musk is an enormous fraud. This is one of the biggest frauds in human history. This is worse than Enron, WorldCom, et cetera. Uh, this is worse than Gregor McGregor and the PI scheme hundreds of years ago. You know, this is the this guy is you know Satan incarnate when it comes to fraud, and this company is a zero. It's all going to you know. Didn't did Michael Burry? Didn't he do have a massive short on Tesla? 
amongst other things. Uh, this is another question. This is, well, this is another thing I'd like to say. You know, the end of the big short, and it says that Michael Burry, you know, has now, has now uh, stepped away. You know, it's just words on the screen. It says, Burry has stepped away from, uh, from financial market trading and now focuses all of his investments on only one thing, water, right? Do you remember that, that part of the movie? Uh, it's just at the very end. And it's like, I kind of want them to update it and just say, he then said he was massively short, like, you know, game, I can't, was it, he was short GameStop, he was short crypto or something like that. And then he just got his face ripped off. Uh, and it you know changes your appreciation for the movie when it's like a lot of these massive bears then actually ended up losing a huge amount of money by not being bullish, uh, which yeah. I find interesting. Yeah, it's... Um, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I still think Tesla's wildly overvalued, but when you look at what it does and how it goes, I've, I've never had the balls to actually short the thing. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, Sam, I mean, I totally agree. I don't think Tesla's worth a trillion dollars. Not, not, not any day of the week. However, um, I'm not... I'm not so incensed, you know, this is not no. my crusade. Uh, this is not my reason for getting up in the morning is to break <laughs> down this, you know, this Titan of fraud and, uh, you know, every, every crime you can think of. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of things are overvalued. An awful lot of things are overvalued. Um, yeah. Well, but, so that's, yeah, that's probably apparently. not a bad segue though, into, into what is happening in the crypto market as well, because big time, big time. Like I, so here's the thing, right? Is I look at a company like Tesla at a trillion dollars and Bitcoin's just over 1.1 trillion. And so they're, they're kind of level pegging, right? And I, I look at myself and I ask the question, which adds more value to the world? Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and which has greater future potential? Really? Um, and so maybe, I mean, I don't know. People can answer that for themselves, I suppose, but... Yeah, I, I think that's. Uh, I think it's all a, relative. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny because remember, this is this game. You know, they're not. You know, obviously the markets aren't the same, but the total system where it's all part of one system and all of the same factors. You know, the whole central bank thing, the whole uh, passive thing. You know, these are all these factors are all in play for all of these. And of course, there isn't you know a huge amount of passive money going to crypto, but the awareness of passive affecting markets is still there. Uh, and there are plenty of people who comment on crypto who are aware of that. You know, it, the market is aware of all of these things. And I do wonder, you know, I, it's probably never going to be one answer yeah. that's going to explain everything. Um, but on this, I think we can segue once again, Sam, because ah. we, we can, you think, but we talk about Bitcoin, whether or not it is overvalued, right? And then we go, then we go to the dog coins. Okay. Ah. This is, uh, you know, where, which is extraordinary. It is quite extraordinary. All of these, all these dog coins and Doge has not been the the big player here. Now it's you know Shib the the rip off the fake Doge on Ethereum, uh, which has been stealing the limelight. You've got that story about what eight somebody there is a wallet that acquired uh -huh. eight thousand dollars worth of Shib tokens uh, roughly yeah. fourteen months ago, I think yeah. four hundred days ago, uh, that is now worth five over five billion dollars, five and a half billion dollars, <laughs> and it's like. You know, and the, you know, people saying this is the greatest trade of all time. And, it, you know, whatever it is, it's extraordinary. Uh, uh, even if you think this is a massive, this is just a massive Ponzi or a bubble, it is extraordinary. Uh, at the same time, whoever does own that wallet or control that wallet is not going to be able to liquidate $5 billion worth at all. The market for SHIB may be big these days, but it's not that big. Uh, I, I dread to think how much you could even liquidate in a short period of time. But yeah. if we just take the dog coins, all of the dog meme coins together, uh, yeah, this is really quite extraordinary. And it does make you question what value is. Because a lot for a lot of people, this is just like a community thing. Like people just want to be together. Oh, it's like they want to just, it's like they're on, they're supporting a football team, right? They just want to be around other people who also own this dog coin because they like the dog or whatever. And, uh, you know, a couple of episodes ago, I think it was two episodes ago, maybe three, because uh, it was at the beginning of this month, uh, I bought a load of uh, Samoyed coin, which is, I had, I wasn't even aware of the Samoyed breed. I'm, I'm yet to, I don't know I've ever even seen a Samoyed in real life. This is a big, fluffy, white Siberian dog, uh, which uh, is very adorable. And it is the dog coin for the Solana blockchain. 
so and instant <laughs> interestingly when you're talking about you know what drives value here like from my understanding samoyedkan probably has the most authority behind it in the, the main guy behind it is a very big guy in solana and uh you know they, it's also got like the vote of approval from sam bankman fried who's also a very big guy in solana and when you think of doge the guy that created it left and the only guy that so it's now elon just pumping it whenever he fancies and shib it's not quite so there isn't that same sort of uh, force of authority from the ethereum foundation because of course vitalik was the one who dumped all of his ship or at least gave it away to the indian covid fund uh you know this is uh, you wonder you know which of the which of these has the most value do, do any of these have any value but you know i i filled my bags with samoyed coin uh you know at the beginning of this month when it was half a cent and yesterday at the time of us recording this it hit 24 cents and right now i think it's about 18 or something and it's it's just extraordinary it's ridiculous um it is completely ridiculous. I am actually thinking if Samoyed coin does hit $1, which, you know, when we're talking of things that are ridiculous, uh, this would give it a market cap of uh, $4 billion, $4.6 billion, uh, which compared to SHIB now is not that much. You know, this is all like, this is ridiculous. It's like we're, we're playing a video game or something. Um, but, you know, it, it may well happen. I think if Samoyed coin does hit a dollar, I think I'm actually going to buy an actual Samoyed because I didn't know what the, what the breed was. But yeah. now, I, now I see it. Uh, and I've looked them up. They, they look very cute. And yeah. uh, they, they, if I, you know, if I do stay in Scotland for an extended period of time, they're, they're very, you know, warm and fuzzy. Oh, yeah. Well, they do well out there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a crazy time, crazy, crazy time for, for crypto in general. All the, the well, yeah, you actually had a very good observation on this. Why is it always dog coins? Why, where are the cat coins? Well, so, interestingly, after I said that, I, I had a look for cat cat coins and there was one called cat token and it was up like 500% in a 24 hour period. So clearly some people have had the same thoughts that I've had around the idea of the cat. Cause like, so, well, this is my point, right? Is I, the, well, I mean, it is, it is, it's like we're in a fucking simulation. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the, and the, the architect is taking the piss out of us. Yeah. It's like, how long before these retards understand that yeah. this is all just a big joke? Like, like let, let's just step through the process of 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 the dog coin, right? Uh, so Doge Dogecoin is was <laughs> the biggest meme coin in existence, um, and then it was based on the on a meme, a meme of a Shiba Inu dog. So, so let's start there. A meme Classic. was the original Classic. motivation for. Uh, Doge. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dogecoin. Yeah, yeah. So, meme, Dogecoin uh, explodes initially, um, really was just designed as a joke, sort of became nothing, exploded again, went back to nothing in the crypto winter, and then exploded again this time around because of Elon Musk. That then inspired um, other dog coins. Just because of Elon Musk uh, saying that basically Doge was the future, more or less. Um, so this that that is literally why any of the dog coins exist is because Dogecoin boomed on Elon Musk, and then he went and got a Shiba Inu, yeah. and then he's called it Floki, and now there's literally dog coins that are called Floki coins. Floki Inus. There is literally every kind of Inu dog coin out there that you could imagine. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It 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 bends the mind that literally these are just copy paste um, tokens. Literally, somebody has come along and looked at one of the Inu coins copied the entire code base because they're all this is the thing they're all open source so anyone could do this anyone listening right now could go and copy one of the inu dog coins copy the entire code base launch it with however many you wanted you want to launch it with a billion tokens go ahead you want to launch it with a trillion go ahead you want to launch it with a quadrillion as many of them do go ahead yeah. because they they do it with such high numbers is because the individual tokens themselves are so cheap it yeah. makes everyone that buys them feel rich because they own like billions of these tokens. When in all reality, they they're like one one hundred thousandth of a cent in terms of value. 
how they even have any value is, I mean, just there's a market for them. And most of them are on Binance Smart Chain, which is basically just, it's like Binance Smart Chain would be like if, if Royal Mail, all they did was accept and distribute junk mail to everyone. Um, that's pretty much Binance Smart Chain. Mm. So it's like a like a larder factory or something, you know? Uh, <laughs> it's worse yeah. than that. Yeah. It, it, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 like I don't know. It's it's just rubbish. Um, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. so that's that's sort of the dog. That's how we got to dog coins, and then the fact that Shiba Inu was the first that took Doge and said, actually, you know what? Doge is is a meme based on the Shiba Inu. We all call ours Shiba Inu. And because they were the first to do it uh, and really the, the only one to do it, they've kind of boomed off the back of that because there's Doge and it's a Shiba Inu. Ta-da! That's literally... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is literally the process behind all of this. Anyway... What I find fascinating is that that's how the crypto space has developed. It's like it's it's like crypto has become, uh, you know, the the thing for dog coins. But the internet, right? The internet was built on cats. Like that's what made that's what people love about the internet early on. It was full of cat memes. Like, yeah. you know, the grumpy cat became a multi millionaire. Its owners became multi millionaires because of, of a cat that looked grumpy. I mean, mm. one of the, the biggest and original memes was a cat with the meme words over the top of it. I can has Chesburger. Yeah, I remember. Literally, that no. was like the first fucking meme. <laughs> Somehow, the cat world has been overrun by the Doge and Inu uh, uh, breed. And, yeah, and it has corrupted the cat. And I feel yeah. sorry for the cats because they really, if it wasn't for the cats... Um, I mean, people really went onto the internet for two things, cat memes and porn in the early days. And, you know, if it wasn't for cat memes and porn, um, you know, dog coins wouldn't exist. So they owe a lot to cat, I can has cheeseburger and shit like grumpy cat. Yeah, we're going to see, our, you know, it's going to be the cat renaissance. We're going to see the return of uh, cat supremacy on the internet. Um, it, it is interesting. It'll only okay. take like Jeff Bezos or something to be like, I have a cat. And I, I fucking love cat token. I'm going to buy a cat token. And then all of a sudden, it's just like the cats will explode out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. The manufacturing of new dog tokens earlier this year, back when Elon was in full pump mode, yeah. was quite extraordinary. The number of just utter shit that was getting minted on Binance Smart Chain with, you know, Dogelon Mars or uh you know the real golden inu or you know xyz and all talking about you know their tokenomics being great because they were like deleting several billion tokens every day or some nonsense yeah I, they're, um, they're manipulating they, they are basically the reverse central bank um yeah. they're manipulating their currency but they're just doing it the other way instead of increasing supply they're just literally cutting it and burning it in order to pump the price and the other thing is with a lot of these and so this is the thing that shits me about them at the moment um one of the things that gets them popularity is when they're listed in um like coin market caps uh biggest gainers and people right. look at that chart and then they go oh shit this is pumping i'm going to jump on board because it might pump higher and yeah. so the the sort of gainers list on on coin market cap and coin gecko are such that you find they're just littered with these inu dog coins at the moment right now what a lot of them are doing and have recognized is that there's a way that you can um uh, basically <clears throat> have your token in circulation um which is called a rebase token. So it's a called it's an it's an elastic supply token. So what they usually do is they use like price oracles and things to peg their crypto to something like Dogecoin, right? Or you know there are others that do it legitimately, you know, using elastic supply and a rebase token for very good purposes. But a lot of the Inu coins are doing it at the moment and pegging it to like Shiba or pegging it to like um, Dogecoin. But what happens is they launch their coin and it is so cheap relative to the actual price of what they're pegging to is that the way that the elastic supply mechanism works is it continues to just absolutely smash the shit out of the supply. So you might own like a billion shit Inu tokens in your wallet. 
And because of the elastic supply, you might see the value of your token like rise 500% in a day, but then you also see the number of tokens in your wallet decrease by like five times. Yeah. So the actual value doesn't really change. The price does, but so does the actual amount that you hold in your wallet and there's nothing you can do about it. So I think a lot of people don't even know that they hold rebase tokens. Yeah. The, you know, winding back slightly, Sam, to the uh, with Shiba Inu and the the so each blockchain has its own dog coin, and so you know Dogecoin is the is the original, which is a uh, similar to uh, Litecoin and Bitcoin, and then we've got Shiba Inu, which is the Ethereum one, and uh, Samoyed is a is the uh, is the Solana one, and then Binance Smart Chain just has like a trillion copy paste ones, but part of the big uh, allure for Shiba Inu is that you can own so many of them, as you said, you know, there because there's such a large supply, anyone can own a million of SHIB tokens. Uh, and I wonder, you know, you, we're tying it, we're, once again, we're tying Musk back into this and his with his trillion dollar company. Yeah. And this, you know, that trick was, I think, yeah, I think is also key to his, is the rise of Tesla as a share was the multiple stock splits that he kept doing. So yeah. the, the price of the share kept looking low. Right, it kept uh, appearing to be affordable for somebody to be an investor in Tesla, which is very smart. There's a similar thing just going on in steroids with with the likes of of Shib. Uh, and once again, you wonder, right, how much of this is just because of Elon Musk? Is it is it Elon Musk? Is it obviously he didn't create Dogecoin, but he was the one that was really pumping uh, the dog coins, or just you know it was Doge, but then uh, obviously Shib and that took over. You wonder how much of that is just because you know he just decided he was going to have a laugh by saying that Dogecoin was going to be the new global reserve currency. Yeah, I mean, he was he was clearly having a laugh because at the same like, I think Shiba Inu, right, for example, tweeted at Elon the other day, and they're like, "How many Shiba Inus do you own? Like, how many Shiba Inu tokens do you own?" He was like, "None," and the price like crashed by like twenty percent. Um, but then it but then it bounced ba- straight back up. So it's like, well, no one gives a fuck if he doesn't own any. It's like the joke, the joke's on him now. He's 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 created uh, he's created this beast really in, inadvertently, and it's not like he did it intentionally. I mean, with Doji did, but you know he couldn't have anticipated something like Shiba. Um, and like you say, you know, Vitalik gave away. They burned half of the tokens to Vitalik, and he gave them. Like you say, away to was like an Indian COVID fund. I wonder if they held. Just quietly. I remember them making a big statement after after the price was dumping. Uh, the COVID fund made the made the statement that uh, guys, ship ship holders, we do not mean to damage your community. We're we're going to make sure that we're not you know we're not just going to we're not going to rug we're not going to rug the community. Uh, but I don't they gave know. they gave half to Vitalik, right? So at the go. current market cap, that's twenty billion dollars worth. It's oh, a lot of money. But again, liquidity, liquidity ain't ain't, ain't there. You yeah. can sell twenty billion if you wanted to. Well, the twenty-four want. hour volume sixteen point seven. So if you added twenty billion trying to dump it, you'd crash. You'd crash the market. But even if you were trying to stagger it out, uh, I mean, you'd need to do it over really an extended period of time. About a you'd year. Need this hype. You'd need this hype to continue for yeah. a long while. Uh, so yeah. maybe maybe that'll happen. Because once again, it, it asks that question: How? You know, so much of this is driven by community, uh, yeah. and a lot of people just want to be a part of the community with all of their ship tokens. Uh, and you know, maybe you know, maybe we're thinking of this the wrong way. Of course, this sounds like this. Uh, this I sound like I'm in the middle of a speculative bubble. Uh, and exactly. I'm Everything we're saying sounds like we're at the top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every 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 word I speak is ringing a bell that we're at the top. But <laughs> you can't help but wonder if the if we are seeing this the wrong way around with community tokens because ultimately the community has found a way of transacting value at a price that they that they like uh and yeah uh it it does make you wonder it's hard to imagine this because we're just used to companies listing where you've got a figurehead you've got an organization you've got legal title but now we have these sort of emergent uh ecosystems where marketing uh, man, it creates a community the community then does the marketing and spreads the gospel of the token community gets bigger and then that but that sounds like a multi-level marketing scheme right um yeah. so yeah it, it i don't know i mean it's it's hard right because 
you you and I, uh, you know, come from you know traditional markets. We you know we we know the traditional market very well. You apply principles from that, and you try and figure out you know where value lies in crypto as well. But you can't. It's like you. This is like there. Somebody made a good point recently. I can't remember who it was, and they just like someone asked them, was like, well, why is something like? I can't remember what it was, but let's say it's Shiba for instance. Like, why is why is it valued at forty billion dollars? And the answer is simply it's just because it is. <laughs> there's, mm. there's, you can't. You just can't add rhyme or reason to it. And just like you can't add rhyme or reason to it, when you people that people that are making money out of it. I mean, on the flip side, there are people that probably losing money out of it well maybe um at the same time probably not yet but maybe they will maybe they won't i don't know but it just it just just is there there is no rhyme or reason and you only catch on to those things out of sheer luck no one looks at shiba inu in its original form and says you know what that's going to be a 40 billion dollar market cap crypto top 10 crypto within a year no one thinks that i oh, know I know this because when I first looked at it and bought some, it was like, why am I buying this? Well, it's Shiba Inu. Doge is a Shiba Inu. So gonna buy the Shiba Inu. That was that's literally it. That's that's the thought process. Yeah. Oh, come on, Sam, give us an update. How much would your Shiba Inu holdings have been worth today? Come on. Uh so the uh, it was a couple of days ago, it would have topped out at about 2.1 million. Sterling or dollars? Uh, US dollars, 2.1 million US dollars. Nice, very nice. Would have being the operative word. When did you sell? What, what, whenabouts was that? Uh, oh, Jesus, I can't even remember. But it was quite um, a while back. Yeah, it was. So uh, my first purchase was in March. Well, it's actually not that long ago. So oh, not, not that long ago. But if you have a look at the chart, <laughs> the rest speaks for itself. <laughs> I think I sold out at the first little pump uh, in April, which back then was a massive pump. And I was like, you know what? I've, I've, I've done okay. I've done enough out of this. Um, I'll get out. And it wasn't, it wasn't much, but it was, you know, I made money, not, not much, but enough. Um, and then, it, then the first, so I would have sold out the first pump anyway, really, if I'd have held them, because I think that went even then went to something like 600, it would have been worth like 600,000 US. So I would have, there's no way I would have held through that and then seen it crash down the other side. And even if I had held and then seen it crash down, I probably then would have sold out anyway and made like a hundred grand. No way. And this is the thing with crypto, right? Is to to hold through something like Shibu from, you know, basically any time from sort of April uh, before, anyone that bought from there and this held till now is either one or two things, literally one of those edge of the bell curve, fucking 10, 20, 20 IQ people, um, just utter, just as stupid as you could possibly be. Um, or they forgot about it. So they're just ignorant. Um, yeah. or, they're, or they've got them in a wallet and they lost the keys or they're dead. No, <laughs> no rational brain holds, you know, a thousand dollars worth of a, 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 a roll of the dice, a punt, a joke through to two, <laughs> two point something million dollars intentionally. No one does that. Anyone that says they do, they've, they, they were like, yeah, no, I could see, I could see the, the Fibonacci's and the fucking bars and the, the, the camel and cups and handles and shit. Anyone that's, that's like, nah, mate, you just got, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> that's the only way you can, you can make that kind of money. See, this is one of the interesting things that this, that this forces us to do because uh, you know, I've seen people say, you know, I wish I was stupid enough to be in on the dog coins because then I would have made money. It just makes fools of everybody except those who are, who are fools, uh, which I think is I think is actually a really good. I think it's a really I think it's actually very healthy because it makes people who who are very uptight and very full of themselves about their knowledge of traditional financial markets. Uh, just look like an absolute idiot who's broke like you know it makes the have fun staying poor slogan like it gives it so much more resonance i i i hope i i I like i love the fact that there are people out there that have made a fucking life-changing amount of money on something like shiba right that have have been able to retire young leave like you you read stories online about it 
and and this isn't just applied to Shiba. This applies to a lot of the crypto that are now, you know, tens of billions of, of dollars worth that have effectively, you know, 100x or more over the last sort of year, year and a half. Um, you know, you read stories. You don't know necessarily how true they all are because there's nothing to really verify them, but you take a few on, on reasonable face value um, that, you know, have literally changed people's lives. And this is the beauty about crypto, right? It's because in the traditional market, they'd still be washing dishes or fucking, you know, doing some sort of menial work that they hate and, you know, don't want to do. And instead, yep. this has provided an opportunity. So like when, a lot of people have come from a, from a base of nothing. And so that's what that's the other thing that I think the traditional market doesn't necessarily understand is that some of the people that are making money here have come from a low base, like a base of nothing. And so when you come from that, you've got nothing to lose. And if you've got nothing to lose, then you all of a sudden you, there's a you know your, your risk appetite changes because okay, they call them gamblers and punters. It's like to a degree, yes, but at the same time. What else are they going to do? You know, like what are they going to fucking save 10% of their weekly wage and put into a bank account to compound interest over the next thousand fucking years? Yeah, yeah. Good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's that's another one of the, the things I I think is, it's kind of, it, it, it's really good is that the, the level of increase in capital gain is so extraordinary uh, that, you know, people who've, you know, people who are completely broke, uh, but we're just like, hmm, you know, this internet, this internet money thing, maybe, maybe it'll take off and they put $20 in or they put, yeah. you know, maybe they've got 50, they've only got hundred dollars, but they, you know, they put that in because like, I've got nothing to lose. And uh, they end up making, uh, you know, a shitload of money and managing to, to really better themselves and their families. And yeah. uh, it's, it's actually really quite inspiring. And that just simply would not right. be possible. Uh, yeah. otherwise uh, yeah. which i think and again and you know to put the other side of the coin sam you know you're talking about how how, how good it is uh, you know that uh, some 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 folks end up making you know loads and loads of money out of this where even when they've got come from nothing i think on the on the flip side of that something this is going to sound really bad but <laughs> i think one of the good things of this is that you also get people who uh who come from you know a very a very well educated uh, you know they've probably got an mba and they look at the crypto market and they say perhaps oh, went to Wharton. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Wharton, Wharton College, yeah. And uh, or or maybe you know Oxbridge, you know, I was I was on the rowing team. Uh, and then you know they see this and they're like, this is just a classic financial bubble. And then they short shib and they get liquidated. Oh, uh, yeah. I, you know, it sounds bad, but you know, I think that's I kind of like I that. tell you what, if you you know what, I think anyone that shorts the crypto market has more balls than those that are in, in longing it. You're <laughs> fucking insane if you think that shorting the crypto market is a good idea. Yeah, like it, no, the to to take to make that, you know, may, some people I'm sure have managed to make a lot of money, especially. But I think the people who make money shorting crypto are people who are deep crypto and are do not have a tradfi background. I could be wrong, um, but I think the people who are who actually make money shorting crypto are the people who stare at charts for eight hours a day. Uh, respect to a man, because that is that is that is mental. Big time, big time. I mean, I remember, so we we rewind back to the last dog coin pump, which was earlier this year. I remember I was in the Lake District at the time and uh, Elon Musk was about to, uh, you know, go on SNL that evening. Uh, and, you know, I gave my girlfriend uh, 12,000 Doge as a, as a gift for 25 pounds. Uh, it would have been, I think, 2018 or, or maybe early 2019 or something. And, uh, you know, we were looking at the Doge price and, you know, she was very, uh, you know, she was very into all this because, you know, suddenly this Doge is worth, still is worth a lot of money uh, relative to, you know, what it, what it was when I, was, I gave her a paper wallet full of Doge, uh, you know, back way back then. And, you know, at that time, I remember Barry Silbert of the, of uh, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, who's managed to create this, uh, this, uh, this vehicle, which people hated for a long time because it had these high fees, this investment trust that hold, it's a junior investment trust. I think it's using Nevada law, though I think it's changed its, its legal uh, sort of status surrounding it. They've done a lot of stuff with it. So the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which I would say is better than the, uh, than the, the new ETF we discussed as yeah. it was launched, because it, you know, Grayscale actually does hold the BTC yeah. uh, and the, the new ETF doesn't. But I remember Barry Silver saying, okay, Doge, Doge, new, new guys have come to crypto, you know, th like, thanks for your effort. 
uh yeah but you know it's uh the the party the doge party's over you know come join us the big boys with with bitcoin you know this is where it is and of course this you know inspired a lot of outrage etc but he you know barry silbert did actually short doge and he actually timed the pot top perfectly now of course barry silbert also has a lot of uh clout in crypto so him yeah. saying that does have a have an effect on the market um I, and i remember one tweet uh, once we somebody uh, somebody posted after that saying let's do Barry doggy style you know trying to, uh, <laughs> trying to people to 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 liquidate Barry Silbert's short position uh, but you know Silbert was right and he must have made a boatload of cash on that because uh, if memory serves I think Doge hit like seventy six dollars I'm not seventy six cents sorry I don't think it made it to eighty cents uh, but it, it was uh, you know the the run up to the Elon Musk's SNL appearance, which was, I couldn't even watch a lot of that. It was, uh, it was so cringeworthy. Uh, you know, the run-up was, was the peak. Uh, it's one of those uh, buy the rumor, sell the news uh, situations. But, you know, the thing, another thing that's crazy with crypto and crazy with dog coins is the fact that these things reinflate over time. Uh, yeah. So SHIB was massive during that pump earlier in the year, uh, and then it crashed, and then it reinflated again now. Uh, and you know, this, this thing that doesn't happen with normal bubbles in normal markets, right? Bubbles don't reinflate, they pop and then that's it. The best is done. <laughs> but here it's like, they just get reinflated again. <laughs> and some would say, oh, well, that's because, you know, we're actually not at the top of the bubble. You know, bubbles, we're not in the bubble phase yet. We're, we're going to get there. But this yeah. is just the rise and fall in the run up to the bubble. And then once it, wow, you know, the big bubble. one pops. That, yeah, <laughs> that's when, uh, that's when everyone will just get Looking wrecked. Looking forward to that bubble. Yeah, bubble bath. Yeah, yeah. That's not. I don't. That. I mean, it's it's weird. I don't know. To say that it's all gonna. It like it's too big. Ah, oh, it's too big to fail. Fuck. Don't say that. Um. <laughs> Here we go. We're bringing the trad fight back. Oh it's god. I think. Okay. I would say for me, something I do expect will happen in the future, and it will nuke crypto when it happens. Right. Uh, but it, you won't actually see the nuke because uh, you won't be able to trade. Is we are, I believe, and I don't mean to be alarmist here, but I do strongly believe that we are in the 2020s at least. And it may be the near future, maybe you know, later, maybe a, year, a few years time. But I, I do believe we're going to see a cyber 9-11 at some point and the internet's going to go down. Yeah, it may, could hopefully do. it only goes down for a short period of time. Uh, but when it does, uh, it's going to be really bad. And when it comes back online and people can trade again, <clears throat> There's going to be a huge amount of selling because people will shit themselves and it's like oh man you know this is you know this has happened to us once i need to make sure i don't have anything in this but that's going to be terrible for traditional financial markets anyway because everything's plugged into the internet uh, but i do feel that we will see a cyber 9-11 and when that happens all this all this stuff all you know where this is all this ridiculous stuff is gonna be in for a hard a hard uh, hard reckoning but until then i think uh you know, provided central banks keep using this, provided uh, politicians don't go crazy. Uh, well, well, I mean, we're already too far past that, aren't we? But uh, provided there isn't significant harm that's done to this, and it's going to be really hard to do it because this is a lot of this is decentralized. Uh, so like with Samoyed, for example, I mean, I only bought that on a DEX. I think they've only recently managed to get added to a couple of centralized exchanges. Um, you know, when you're decentralized, you can keep trading even with you know, no matter what people say, unless you're, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's really hard to shut down a decentralized exchange. Uh, but Sam, I do realize I'm actually on my second beer now, and we haven't rated the first one. How do you rate your first beer? Um, I'm gonna rate my first one and then tell you what's on my second one, and then I want to jump in and to just run through something that's quite funny and quite amusing. Um, yeah, and then also, anyway, the first one, um, Atom Brewery Higgs English IPA 5.8 percent, that's really good. Like that was, that was really good. The lashings of grapefruit. I don't know. I think it's something about just gives it a little, maybe a little bit of bit, bitterness that I quite like. Um, yeah. that I've, I've been on a pretty good run actually with um, my latest order from beer 52. And uh, yeah, fuck. That was actually, that was actually really good. I don't know whether that's just like exhausted, tired dad that was desperate for a beer speaking or whether it was actually just really fucking good, but I'm, I'm going to give it, um, I think I'm going to give it a, a, a double B. All right. Wow. Sam, you're really throwing out these bees. I hope you're not high. I hope you're not in devaluing the B rating. We have seen a lot of bees from you recently. Yeah. So maybe it's just your shrewd choice of beer. Could be. 
Could be. The, the, the second one, which I'm on, is the uh, Illumin, Illuminated Brew Works Junior Astronaut Juice, which is a double dry hopped India IPA, uh, which is a 5.5%. Now, this comes all the way from the United States of America. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Where, does it? Does it? I don't know. Illuminated Brew Works? I don't know. It says it was brewed and packaged by, I oh, know, Great Central Brewing Company in Chicago, Illinois, for Illuminated Brew Works. So who the fuck are Illuminated Brew Works? I don't know. Chicago, Illinois. Illuminati. I think it's from there. The Illuminati. Anyway, um, cool can. It's like literally like a funky pink kind of astronaut on like a space thing with like a pink sky. Tastes good. Not as good. So it's definitely not going to get a double B rating. Um, but it's well on the well on the way from just going down the hatch. <laughs> oh, well. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, it could be that, uh, you know, the the trials, the tribulations of being a parent to two young kids is what is making Sam appreciate beer so much more, which is, which is why we're seeing all these beer ratings. Uh, but, you know, Sam drank a lot of beer. I'm sure he knows what a good beer tastes like. Uh, I think I would give the uh, the and union Friday. I'd give that out with that one an A, which is not bad. Uh, more than anything to write home about, but, you know, it tastes all right. Uh, the second one I am on is from Dark Star Brewing Company, uh, which I do quite like. I've had quite mm. a few of those. This one is called Sunquake. It has a very nice label, uh, which is of an asteroid hitting, I believe, the sun. Uh, and it is a juicy California IPA. This is 4.8% ABV, and it is very juicy indeed. It does taste very nice. Uh, I could actually probably rate this one here because I'm almost finished it. Uh, I <laughs> I'm going to give this one a, a B plus actually because this is actually very nice. I believe it's yes. from Brighton. Um, yeah, and it's a nice tall can, and it's out of this world beer. That's what Dark Star calls this one. Apparently, this is a limited edition, uh, but yeah, very nice from uh, yeah, yeah, very good Dark Star brewing. But Sam, what was it you wanted to add add on there? Uh, right, so I'm just recording your rating for that one. So I'm on Coin Market Cap right now. And I'm looking at the new cryptocurrencies that have recently been added to CoinMarketCap's uh, tracking data aggregation service. And I just wanted to run through a few of the names to give you a bit of an idea about what is happening in the crypto market right now. So there's one that was added. So these are all added within the last 22 hours. Uh, Kakashil Inu uh, or Kak no, Kakashi Inu. Um, then we've got only Hype Token. Um, we've got uh, Rocket. Oh my lord! Rocket Raccoon. Cock. Now, well, hang on. Let me let me get to it. Let me get to it. I'm working my way oh backwards. My working my way backwards. Don't don't spoil the party. We've got <laughs> Potter Inu. We've got Shiba Zilla. We've got Shibu Inu. We've oh. got Asuka Inu. We've got now, this one's good. We're, we're going to cycle back to this in a second, mate. But there's Sea Dog Metaverse. There's Rogue Doge. There's Baby Doge Zilla. Seems like the, the Zilla thing is, is for some reason big at the moment. I have to find out why. There's Godzilla and there's Shibazilla. Now there's there's something weird going on. I can see already. There's, and these are all on Binance Smart Chain, the, these Zilla ones. Uh, there's something happening around Godzilla. There's I don't know. It's but that's to have three like that launch within the space of sort of list list not launch they've probably been around for a while but then there's one called shiba cock literally shiba cock and its token ticket is cock and not only that it's done 1.2 million in volume uh in the last 24 hours i it's actually not shiba cock i want to discuss here i've looked i've just looked at this list potter inu okay and from what i can see this looks like a play on Harry Potter. That's what Potter Inu. Okay, w what is up with it? How the I the? I mean, I I commend the attempt to blend Harry Potter <laughs> with a Japanese hunting dog, but um, this may even be stretching it. <laughs> may even be stretching it for me. I mean, they've given it a logo and everything. There's no volume. Must have just recently been listed on uh, Uniswap or something. The, 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 the Godzilla thing's got me stumped because, like I said, there's one listed 12 hours ago, Binance Coin, Shibazilla, uh, literally one listed three hours ago, Godzilla, one, another one listed three hours ago, another Shibazilla, and Baby Dogezilla. There's, there's something weird going on there. And they listen, in the last hour, they've all pumped like 70%, 50%. 
20, I oh know that's 21% down. I don't know. See, this is the weird kind of shit that happens and you just never know about it. And you don't want to know about it because they're all basically pump and dump groups that sort of run these things. But interestingly, there is actually something on there that has caught my attention, which is the Gods Unchained. I was looking at that too. I was Because I tried to get in on the token sale on CoinList for that. And really? Yeah, but CoinList fucked everyone <laughs> except for like a handful of people that actually got in on it. So I'd, I had registered for it and I was online ready to go. And then for some reason, CoinList basically banned a shit ton of people for no fucking reason and blocked them from participating in uh, in initial token sales that are through their platform. Uh, I was one of those. So I, can't, I, I was booted basically. Uh, for, and no, still don't know why. Um, so wait, can't... wait, tell me, tell me. What does Gods Unchained do? What is the, what's the... What, so what Gods that? Unchained is is basically one of these play-to-earn games. It's one of the play-to-earn right. crypto games that's building out a, basically a, a card game with, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff um, where, you know, you can acquire NFTs, you can um, earn from battling, you can, I think they're going to build out, you know, land and stuff as well. So it's one of the play to earn games, which I'm really fascinated with and really into at the moment. And I, 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 um, I, I started playing the, the, the current version that they've got. And it's, you know, it's pretty interesting stuff and, and, you know, it's got potential. So, I, you know, I went, I went to get on the token sale. Now the token sale, this is what caught my attention though. The token sale, um, there were two, two levels. One was at 24 cents and another was, I think, 36 cents. Gods Unchained's current trading price is now $5.57. Nice. Very and nice. It is literally only, I think the, the token would have only started trading within probably the last 10 hours or something like that. Uh, so you're looking at a 20x return if you'd have managed to get on the token sale, which I had registered for, and then CoinList, fuck you, CoinList, just quietly. If anyone from CoinList is listening, fuck you and your shit platform. Anyway, um, so God's Unchained, yeah. I mean, so this is this this is somewhat similar to what we saw in 2017, where pretty much anything that was half decent was doing 10, 20 X as soon as it listed. So if you could get in on the token sales, um, you were making mint straight off the bat. So that's good and bad because it also is kind of same with Shiba, right? There's a lot of things right now that, that just fucking red flag and say, we are at the top. And yeah, big time. That's scary because I, I, I genuinely don't think Bitcoin's even close to its top in this cycle. But then there's so many indicators in other parts of the crypto space that are just saying this is this is unsustainable. But I guess it's un, it's sustainable until it isn't, right? And and you either sit on the sidelines and just fucking watch it go by, or you take your you know put your big boy pants on and have a crack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's sort of that's sort of my approach to it i suppose yeah sam i think i think maybe we've got a new segment here okay and this the segment is we look at the newly added list okay and we <laughs> we have to and we we look at the new names uh, i'm looking at sea dog metaverse here ah uh, so yeah we wanted to come back to that <laughs> right well i or, or for example uh token cheetah <laughs> and what we have to do is we have to look at some that we guess not, what they do. We don't know what they do, but we have to compellingly sell to the other <laughs> to the other guests to uh, to each other. We need to sell what they do as if we're uh, as oh, if we're that's one good. of the developers selling that's it. To good. The that's good. So basically, what I just did with Gods Unchained, which I actually do know, but we have to do it with something we don't know. And so, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, right? We we have to. Yeah, although we now know that we both know that we probably won't know what the actual one is talking about. All right, but yeah, let's do that. Let's see if we, well, or, example, or, or maybe just try and guess what they do. Okay, Sam, have you heard of Kakashilnu version two? No, version two? No, tell me about it. I'd love to know what happened to version one as well. Big, uh, very big story. Uh, a lot of drama, but we're very proud to release this new version, version two of Kakashilnu. Uh, this is this is on Ethereum. We've got uh, three hundred two thousand dollars worth of worth of volume. 
very newly added Kakashilnu version two. Uh, what Kakashilnu does, uh, we are actually uh, <laughs> we are trying to cash in on the on the demand for dog coins by including the the letters L, uh, N and U at the end, just Nu, because everything now ends in uh, in Inu. Uh, so we're just trying to cash in on that in order to fund the purchase of a large quantity of uh, Kalashnikovs from a uh, East Bloc nation, uh, which no longer needs them. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're just we're just we're, we're just cashing in. The ticker is KKI, and uh, yeah, Kakashil new version two. Uh, we're thinking, you know, we're as you're a VC, we're gonna give you uh, maybe. 20% of our tokens, and you can vest within three months. Uh, would you be interested in that? Well, I, 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 I probably, you know what? Yeah, maybe I, maybe I would because version two excites me. It always excites me because like, it must be better than version one, right? Yeah, you see what happened in version one was that we did this before during the last dog coin pump. Uh, but then the arms dealer who was going to sell us the Kalashnikov screwed us over and uh, he just took the money. So now um, we're just trying it again. It's a version two. I, I was going to say, maybe we should like pick one and then both try and sell each other with our own unique take on it. Because my when I read, when I saw Kaka, Kaka Shilnu the first time, I, I, the, the first thing I thought was here is a project that has been backed by the legendary Brazilian footballer, Kaka. Uh, <laughs> and, and he is the linchpin, the ideas man behind this. Um, you know, he was he 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 was arguably one of the one of the really great players of the uh, you know the two thousands and twenty tens, yeah. and it is his high profile that enables people to to engage with Kaka on a, you know on a personal level, and he's going to help push Kaka Shilnu as the standard unit of currency in his home of you know his home country of brazil and that when we go to brazil in the future we'll all be using the kakashilnu token to buy you know margaritas on a beach somewhere yeah i i yeah i'm uh, i'm actually looking at the only hype token right here <laughs> uh and it, it's actually down it's actually gone down by it's, so it's not only hype it is down by 40% over the last hour. And I don't know how this is happening because it was only meant to be hyped. I don't know. Maybe are people hyping it wrong? What's wrong? Why Why isn't it being, why is it being hyped? Why is it down on the last hour, Sam? So the, this is the, the thing. Do you know what? I'm really surprised. I, and, and as far as I know, there isn't one. I know there's a great um, crypto uh, podcast <laughs> about this, but there isn't an only up token. And let me guess, it goes down sometimes as well. No, it only up. I mean, if if you're if some of you're out there and you want to launch your own crypto, anybody listening that wants to launch your own crypto, call it only up. I mean, there's only one thing it can do, right? You know, funnily enough, actually, and this is this is going to sound terrible, but you know, actually, the Nazis had a similar idea. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're familiar. Hang, with hang on, this is this is going to sound terrible. So the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> so the Nazis had had the idea for. The we always circle back to the Nazis, don't we? No, yeah, yeah. This is this is very common in booze booms and busts. Yeah, somehow I feel like uh, you know what's the name? Who's the what was the what was that London mayor uh, before Sadiq Khan? Boris Johnson. No, no. <laughs> Wait, I uh, thought we were talking about Nazis. No, before Boris. Uh, <laughs> what was his name? He was he was a big supporter of Corbyn. What was his name? Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm going to find this. Uh, and for whatever reason, he would just he just kept bringing up Hitler. Whenever, <laughs> no, he made it. He made it to mayor, and there were so many times where, when uh, speaking to press or whatever, he would just keep, he would just keep bringing up Hitler. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I, I should remember this, but when I've had, whenever I've had a few beers, I always, uh, I, my ability to recall names uh, goes down the pan. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. All right, I've got no idea who you're talking about, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, for anyone that is interested, you should you should jump on. I always jump onto the recently added list on Coin Market Cap and Coin Gecko because it is it it's it's pretty fucking funny. Not gonna lie, um, there is just absolute junk on there uh, that often gets listed. But so the interesting thing is sometimes you see the fully these fully diluted market caps. That's the crazy thing. So like God's Unchained, fully diluted market cap already. This is a game that's not really complete 
or really established yet, but we're talking about $2.7 billion fully diluted market cap. You go down as Zenith token, never heard of it. Uh, 2.7 billion fully diluted gold money on Binance coin, uh, $4.7 billion fully diluted market cap. Like I, I, I don't have an issue with something having, you know, being a unicorn straight off the bat. You know, like God's unchanged, you know, maybe. I mean, there's, there's, there's something there, but I don't know. There's, there, there's, there's fast and free money in the crypto space. But like I say, you know, I think, and I think everyone that's listening to this podcast, uh, you know, the six people that listen to us <laughs> week in, week out, uh, are probably, you know, already into the crypto space. And so they kind of get get it already. Um it's no, hold I, on, hold on, Sam. Right, so I, I, I yeah, I, yeah. Did I you like my time I, filler there? Come on, who, who are you talking I, about? I did like the time filler there. You know, I, I imagine that that soundbite is just going to be taken out, so taken out of context. You know, if any, if one of us becomes a public figure, figure at one point, Sam, you know, this soundbite from this podcast, episode sixty-four is going to be used as, uh, you know, claiming that we support neo-Nazis or something. Well, you know, so like I've already written the opening description to this podcast for when we upload it. And, and literally the sentence says, this is going to sound bad. So Hitler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so the chap I was referring to was Ken Livingston. Ah, right. And it was a three lesser name, uh, the first one. Ken Livingston, right? He got suspended from labor in 2016 for constantly talking about Hitler and the Nazis and stuff. Because, uh, like, for whatever reason, well, yeah, uh, you know, speculate as you will. Uh, this guy had this thing for for Hitler, ultimately. Uh, however, I was just saying, you know, but if if we're if we're, I remember there was a political cartoon at the time, uh, you know, that was made about him. This would have been back in 2016. I can't remember what the paper was, but you know, it was uh, making a joke at the fact that Livingston uh, was. Um, you know, somebody was saying that, you know, it's it's ridiculous that how Ken, uh, Ken Livingston is just getting pilloried all of the time uh, for these these claims of anti-Semitism. And then Ken Livingston is, you know, is sitting nearby and says, just like Hitler. Um, anyway, uh, the, the, the comment <laughs> I was going to make was, yeah, the Nazis actually did have the idea for the up only token. And it was called uh, the, the German stock market. So actually, people don't know this, people don't actually appreciate this. But the, you know, people think uh, a good a rising stock market is good, right? And just in general. And uh, the Nazis thought this was uh, thought this was a good idea as well. So they actually made it illegal to sell a stock for a lower price uh, than it was currently. Uh, and this actually continued all the way through the Second World War uh, over in Germany on the, is it the Bundes, the Bundesmarket? Uh, I can't remember, uh, on, on their stock exchange. So you just saw this you know, huge rise in, uh, in stock market prices, uh, but volume collapsed because people either didn't have money or they, you know, they, they could not, the, the market could not express a bearish view. Uh, so effectively, the Nazis had the idea for the up-only token. Like this can only go up uh, because you know, the stock, rising stock market was a symbol of national pride. This was you know, the proof that they, they, they you know, the, the, these guys had, knew what they were doing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and volume just completely collapsed. So actually, you know, when uh, you know when the uh, the Americans and the Soviets, uh, you know, they conquer conquer Berlin, right? The, the stock market remained at an all-time high because it couldn't go down. It was illegal for the stock market to go down uh, because it was the up only market. Uh, and of course the Americans uh, and well, the, the commies weren't really a big fan uh -huh. of stock markets. So that was, uh, you know, nothing happened there, but the Americans deregulated obviously, uh, and they changed the rules. And I believe I could be wrong about this, but I believe it is the fastest and most brutal bear market uh, of all time was when that occurred. I think it was uh, something like a 90% uh, drawdown in a day when they removed that rule that allowed stocks to be sold at a lower price. Uh, but yeah, the up only that was originally, uh, yeah, be very careful if you start talking about an up only token, because somebody <laughs> has try, tried this before and they have a very, very bad reputation for a good reason. Oh dear. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, the whole stock market right now isn't, isn't America the actual, um, not just if the Nazis might've pioneered it, then the Americans seem to have perfected it with the NASDAQ. Well, they uh, or are they were they one in the same fucking thing? Well, I don't think the uh, I don't think the Americans have yet to draft a rule that says you can't uh, you can't sell stocks for a lower price. However, if they do, and you know, this is when we're talking about politicians going crazy, 
Uh, and the, you know, there are a lot of retards out there in politics who could actually propose this as uh, you know, you know, because so many start, so many pensions rely on stock market uh, that this should be something they should be that should be implemented. And it's a very very bad idea. Uh, and similarly, why uh, why one should be wary of passive investment vehicles dominating the market. Yeah. Uh, and leading to huge valuations and huge drawdowns, you should be very wary of people saying the stock market should not be allowed to go down. This is not a very good idea. But Sam, uh, how would you rate your second beer? Uh, yeah, so look, the second one was pretty good, uh, very enjoyable, um, but not quite as good as the first. Um, but I still enjoyed it. But I think I'll just give it a B minus for this one. All right, I think that's fair enough. Fair enough. I've already rated my rated my second beer, so I, I'm all out. I'll, I'll get a refill once we finish recording. I need to find dig something else out of the fridge. Uh, but Sam, any closing remarks for episode sixty four? Um, no, I think uh, I think we've covered a fair bit of ground. Oh, we didn't even we didn't even jump into uh, Facebook rebranding as Meta. Maybe that that's is something, crazy. Some, something for the next for the next one. How do we, how did we not manage to cover that? We were, we were talking about Sea Dog Metaverse. Well, that that's I was gonna kind of come back, and then we just never kind of got around to it because we got distracted with Nazis. But uh, right. yeah, maybe next week. Yeah, well, it just shows you how irrelevant the news is about Facebook rebranding as Meta, doesn't it? I mean, Sea Dog Metaverse is Indeed. more interesting than that. Uh, but yeah, that is all we have for this week, folks. I hope you did enjoy this episode of Booze, Boons and Bust, episode 64, no less. We shall be back next week, next week with episode 65, of course. In the meantime, I hope you have a very good weekend. hope uh, you enjoy a couple of beers while listening to this. We should actually start implementing a, a two-drink minimum. I think it's, uh, for those listening to this, they should be consuming some alcohol. Yeah. Probably make what we're talking about a little more, uh, make a little more sense anyway. But that's all for this week. As I say, we'll see you next week. Until then, have a good one.